I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the two ways we tend to react to pressure, what I call the chicken little response or the ostrich response. Knowing your brain's default response to stress can help you feel more in control without worrying that the sky is falling or having to stick your head in the sand. Stick around until the end of the episode and I'll share some practical strategies to get your brain back on track and feel more in control so you can be even more successful under pressure. All right, let's dive in. What do you do when you're under pressure? 2020 has certainly been a year where we've all had to experience new challenges. Looking back this past January, I was in Hawaii with my family, worrying about my flight being delayed and how we're going to be rerouted from Vancouver to LA before we finally went to Hawaii. And when I think about it, it seems like this was actually years ago. And I can't believe that that's what I was worried about at that time, given everything that's gone on since then. 2020 has been a crazy year. But it doesn't just take a crazy year like this where we feel that the world is turned upside down, where we face pressure. Every day we're faced with pressures and stresses. We have to make decisions on how we're going to act and what we're going to do next. Think about this. Have you ever been in a situation like this where you walk into work and your boss says, you know, that project you thought was due next month is all of a sudden due today? How do you react? Where's the first place that your mind goes when you're met with this sudden challenge? All of a sudden, you thought you had a month to work on this project, but your boss is saying, I need this right now. Where does your mind go? What do you do? When we're faced with uncertainty or unexpected in situations like this, where we have a sudden deadline, or maybe your in-laws show up unexpectedly, our minds and bodies react. And we tend to fall into two different patterns two ends of a spectrum in terms of how we react to this pressure. At one end, our mind goes straight to worry. I like to call this group the chicken littles, the sky is falling type of thing. And at the other extreme is the tendency to ignore what's going on. Again, let's call this group the ostriches, hoping that if they stick their head in the sand, everything's going to be okay and you don't have to deal with it. Now I know if you've listened to me talk at all before, you know I feel that the best thing for our minds in all areas is to find a happy medium. And I'll walk you through how to do that later on in this episode. But first, I want to share a little bit more about the chicken littles and the ostriches and how our brains fall into these thinking patterns almost automatically and how this impacts our minds and our bodies. We can all be chicken littles or ostriches from time to time. Remember, your brain makes a lot of decisions really fast and reacts really fast to many situations. And this is designed to protect us. 
We have a lot of choices, a lot of things that we have to react to every day. And so our brain develops these mental shortcuts, these quick thinking patterns, these fast reactions to make decisions as fast as we can. Again, our brains are trying to help us in these situations, but it can really get in our way. Some circumstances can trigger that default panic or hide in the sand reaction from all of us. And knowing more about why this happens and the signs that your brain is slipping down that rabbit hole is the first step of getting your brain moving in the direction of success and away from panic and feeling out of control. Okay, let's start with the sky is falling reaction, our chicken little end of the spectrum. Like I said, we've all been in situations that trigger this reaction for our brains. It doesn't have to be a really big, scary situation. Maybe have you ever had to give a presentation and as you're standing ready to go in the washroom, staring at yourself in the mirror, your brain is racing with all those thoughts of, oh man, I'm going to mess this up. I'm such a failure. Everyone's going to laugh at me. This is going to be a disaster. Then your stomach starts doing backflips. You want to run and hide under your covers. You're sweating and your heart is racing. Sound familiar? Everyone's been there before or somewhere like that, right? That's your inner chicken little racing around in your brain, trying to convince you that the sky is falling. Again, this happens to all of us, but some people are more prone to getting into this negative brain pattern. For some of us, our brain's default is to go straight to the worst case scenario. End of the world, sky is falling, chicken little running around, freaking out about what's going on. And it doesn't take that much to set that reaction off. But think about how hard this is on your body and mind. My brain is constantly going, constantly thinking about the what ifs, the worst case scenarios, how I might mess this up or how this might be a giant disaster. That's burning a lot of resources. Our brains only have so many mental resources, so much mental energy. All of that constant stress, that constant worry pulls a ton of those brain resources away not just from our minds, but also from our bodies. Think back to a time where you were really under stress and pressure. After that thing was over, after you made that deadline or gave that presentation, did you feel pretty tired? That's normal, right? That's your body was so tense and stressed, getting you ready to go for whatever it was you were worried about. That when it's done, your body just collapses and says, I'm burnt out. When we have that default of going quick to the chicken little response, imagining the worst possible scenario, the worst possible outcome, drains a lot of resources, both from our brains and for our bodies, which leaves us feeling burnt out. And unfortunately, this can get that chicken little response going even faster. If I'm worried and stressed, you know, say I have this sudden looming job deadline that's come up unexpectedly for me. My boss shows up and says, get this done now. You thought it was due a month later. My brain starts going into overdrive. I start burning all those resources. I feel exhausted. I'm actually going to have more trouble doing the task. And then my brain says, oh my gosh, I knew I couldn't handle this. Look how tired and overwhelmed we are. This is horrible. The sky is falling. And we get into this loop of really negative thinking between our mind and our body that fuels that panic, that stress reaction. My brain says, ha, I knew there was a reason to be stressed. The sky is going to keep falling and our brains keep worrying. Like all our behaviors, this chicken little reaction is a mental habit. 
each time my brain goes to that worst case scenario and starts to worry and stress about what might go wrong, my brain is learning. This is becoming the default reaction for my brain. Every time I react that way, every time I worry that the sky is falling, that I'm going to mess up, that people are going to laugh at me, that this isn't going to go well, my brain slips more quickly into that thinking pattern. So the next time something comes up, it's not going to take such a big event to bring on that reaction. You know, maybe the first time made a little bit of sense to have that stressed reaction. Maybe you were giving a big presentation. You've never done anything like this before. Totally makes sense that my brain's going to be a bit stressed about this. But maybe next time I'm in a little bit less of a stressful situation. I have to give another talk. Now I've done this before. But if my brain's default is to go to that panic and that worry and that chicken little sky is falling, it's going to go there faster the second time because it's been there once before. Even if the new situation isn't as stressful, isn't as overwhelming. And the more often our brains react that way, the stronger the habit gets, the easier it is to fall into that negative loop. You can see how this can really burn us out. If that's my brain's default is to worry, is to think about everything that might go wrong or all the ways that I might mess up, it's putting incredible strain on my mind, also on my body, and it's becoming this negative mental habit that can really keep me stuck. If I'm sitting there thinking about everything that might go wrong, it's really hard to act and to do something different, right? If my brain says, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is horrible, my body's getting stressed out hard to snap our brains out of that pattern. So we say stuck in this mental loop. At the opposite end of the spectrum from the sky is falling response is what I said I call the ostrich response. The idea that if I stick my head in the sand and ignore this problem, it's just going to go away and I won't have to deal with it. Just like the chicken little response, we're all guilty of this from time to time. Maybe it's a conversation with a family member that you're dreading. So you procrastinate, maybe even start avoiding them, not really answering their calls or texting them back. Or maybe you're frustrated with your health. You're wishing that you were in better shape. So you just stop checking the scales, stop taking those looks in the mirror, hoping that if I just ignore that extra weight, it's going to magically disappear and go away. Or maybe there's something at work that you're avoiding, a phone call that you don't want to make, for example. So you put it off till the end of the day every day, doing everything else that you could possibly do, hoping that the end of the day will come and, oh, great, I don't have to deal with this today. I can put it off until tomorrow. Sound familiar? We can all think of an example from our lives where we've procrastinated or avoided something we didn't want to deal with. And again, it's normal to do this from time to time. The trouble is with this reaction, that ostrich, put my head in the sand, avoid what's going on response, is usually the problem doesn't just go away. That conversation with your family member is still waiting for you in the future. That extra weight is still bothering you when you try to get dressed in the morning. That work task, that phone call is still there the next morning when you show up for work. And even though we're ignoring the stress, ignoring the pressure, your brain isn't forgetting about it. What that means is that this thing you're procrastinating and avoiding on is still draining your mental resources. It's sitting there at the back of your mind, never really totally out of your thoughts. You can ignore it for a little bit, sure, 
but you're going to be reminded of it. And it's going to come back. Your brain is going to say, "Mm, remember, we still haven't dealt with this. And every time you try to push it back again, try to ignore it, shove it to the back of your mind and hope it will go away. That's taking a lot of resources. Not only is it burning your mental energy, it's also pulling your focus away from what you actually want to be doing. Maybe I'm trying to enjoy spending some time with my family and there's this nagging work thing at the back of my head that I know I need to get done, but I really would rather just avoid it. It's going to keep coming in, right? I'm sure that's happened to you before. Or you're at work and you're trying to think about one project, but this other one that you've really been avoiding is still there on the back of your mind and it keeps distracting you and pulling your focus away from what you're doing. Our brains can get so easily distracted in those situations. Those things that we're holding in the back of our mind that we're trying to avoid really easily come to the forefront and distract us and pull our focus and make us less efficient. Your brain and your body know that that thing is still there. Even if you're avoiding it, even if you're procrastinating, it's not going away and your brain knows that. No matter how far you try to bury it, your brain and your body are going to react. That stress and pressure can build in your body. It can show up as physical symptoms, things like headaches, muscle tension, stomach problems. That holding back of stress, ignoring stress, can even make you more prone to things like catching colds and flus, can decrease your immune response. Yuck, am I right? That tension in your body and your mind is going to keep building until the thing that you're trying to ignore is dealt with. Unfortunately, as easy as it feels it is to push those stresses, to push those pressures to the back of your mind, they never really go away for your mind and your body. And that tension can build over time, can impact your health, how you're feeling, impacts how you're feeling emotionally, your thinking efficiency, even how effective you are at solving problems. And it's going to make you less productive, less efficient day to day. Again, remember your brain only has so many resources. So if it's actively trying to push this thing into the corner that you just don't want to deal with right now, pulling a ton of resources away from what you really want to be focused on. Again, this head in the sand ostrich response can be a mental habit too. Each time you react this way to a problem by ignoring or procrastinating or hoping that will go away, rubbing the magic lamp or whatever thing you do to wish and hope that things will just magically resolve, your brain learns this response. It's going to get stronger and stronger each time you do this until it becomes your brain's default. So then whenever something comes up that's slightly stressful, gives you a slight pressure, your brain's going to say, no, thank you very much. I'm just going to ignore this and shove this down deep into a pit somewhere and never deal with it. But we know that doesn't really work in the long run, right? Already talked about how pushing these things down, ignoring them just creates more stress for your mind and body. And often it can mean more stress overall for everyone else too. If you're procrastinating on a work task, it's putting stress on you, but it might also be putting stress on your colleagues or your company because that thing isn't getting done. If you're procrastinating on having that tough conversation at home, it's not just you that's impacting, it's your family that's impacting too, right? Sometimes we all fall into this habit, ostrich head in the sand, trying to ignore the stressors, but really can have some significant long-term impact on how we're doing and can negatively impact not just our health, but those around us and our chances of success. We all have different ways of reacting to stress and pressure. 
We tend to fall along that spectrum from the panic, worst case scenario, chicken little response to the other end where we totally ignore the problem, hope it goes away, the ostrich in the sand reaction. And again, both can happen from time to time and a little bit is okay. The trouble comes when these reactions become our default, our go-to response. Every time something stressful or something pressure or something urgent comes up, the go-to is panic, I can't do this, or ignoring head in the sand. When we start going to these extremes over and over again, it ends up with our brains and our bodies being burnt out. We run out of mental resources and it becomes really tough to tackle any problems. Knowing which way you tend to react under pressure can help you find solutions to overcome problems more effectively. So you know next time that last minute project comes up or that difficult conversation comes up, if I know which way I tend to go, I can plan. So that's not my brain's default. Do you tend to panic and imagine the worst case possible outcomes or do you want to pretend things aren't stressful until they go away? Think about how you reacted this year when the world was flipping upside down with the COVID-19 pandemic. Back in the spring, when cities were shutting down, we didn't know how bad things were going to get. Maybe you were off work for some time. Your kids were at home. Maybe you ran out of toilet paper because there was nothing in the store. What was your brain's default response in that situation? Did you tend towards panic and worry? Or did you ignore and avoid what was going on? Like I said, we all fall into these traps, but we tend to lean one way or the other, especially under times of big stress or pressure, like we've all been going through over the past year. Knowing how you react means you can plan. You can have a system in place so that when your brain starts to slip into your default, you can move towards the center, towards control, rather than staying at those extremes of panic or ignoring the problem. Let's go back to the example we started with. My boss suddenly moved up a deadline. If my tendency is towards panic and worry, the first step is recognizing those signs. Knowing when my body is getting tense, when my brain is starting to go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I possibly going to do this? Good starting point, if your default is that chicken little response, is to give yourself a mental break. Actually walk away and give your brain a chance to calm, to realize the sky isn't falling and you can figure this out. Go for a walk around your building, move your body, take a few deep breaths, whatever you can do to give your mind some space. Once your mind starts to slip into that chicken little sky is falling panic response, it can be really hard to think effectively, to think critically, to problem solve, because your brain's going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is awful, and your body is getting tense and reacting. If we can set our bodies and our minds in the opposite direction to bring that stress down, you know, drop your shoulders, help your body relax, it's going to free up some mental space for your brain to be able to problem solve. Okay, what can I do in this situation? What can I do to meet this deadline? How am I going to make this work? Rather than going to that default of this is never going to work, this is going to be a giant disaster. Again, best starting point if that's your default take a break. Physically get up, move your body away from that situation, give your brain and that body that mental space to recuperate some of those resources and be able to effectively problem solve. If you tend towards the other end of the extreme to avoid, the best response is to push back against that avoidance. 
So instead of hiding in your office all day, maybe start making a list of the small steps that you could do to tackle that big problem. Move your brain away from that paralysis, that feeling of head in the sand, that I don't know what to do, I'm just going to ignore all of this. Force your mind to sit down and think strategically. Okay, what are some small things that I can do to make those steps? And once you start to take those small actions, maybe it's even taking a look at your calendar to see if you have some free time today or talking to one of your colleagues about some support. Each of those small actions moves your brain away from that default response of wanting to hide, of wanting to avoid what's going on. You'll actually build confidence with each small step you take and you'll move away from that feeling. You won't feel so scared, so paralyzed, so wanting to avoid everything anymore because you'll have the confidence that yes, I can do this. There are things I can do to reach that success. Remember, we can control how we act, how we react to pressure. We can fight back against those mental habits and our brain's default responses. Knowing how you respond helps your brain choose a different reaction. Those choices are how we take back control. If we're letting our brains slip into those default responses of panic, sky is falling, or hide and avoid, we're not in control in that situation. Our brain's default is running our world, and that adds to the overwhelm and stress that your body and your mind are feeling. By choosing actions that move our brains away from those extremes towards a feeling of control, like I said, we'll build your confidence and we'll help your body and mind learn there is an alternative way to act. I don't need to slip into that default. I can control how I'm responding in this situation. That's how we increase our chances of success. If you want to learn more about your stress personality, check out my free quiz at drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz. Based on your unique style, you'll get personalized tips and strategies on how to handle pressure and stress, how to build confidence, and even get more done in your day. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz. Okay, let's wrap it up. Today, we talked about two ways we react to pressure. Option one is the chicken little sky is falling mode, being quick to imagine the worst case scenario, letting our bodies feel overwhelmed with stress. We panic, we feel overwhelmed, and we don't know what to do. At the opposite end is the ostrich response, the tendency to want to hide our head in the sand, ignore the problem, and hope it will magically go away, but it never does. And our bodies continue to feel that tension and pressure. Knowing which way we tend to go under pressure is a first step in overcoming these mental defaults and reaching your goals. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. 